0: Welcome to God's Word Transforming Lives podcast. I am your host, Amy Diane Ross, wife, mother, Bible teacher, who's passionate to disciple women through life using the Word of God. On this podcast, we will use the Bible to discuss topics that we all face from emotional and mental struggles, married life, single life, physical health, and everything in between. If you are ready to live in victory in every area of your life while learning the Word of God. I'm here to help. The Bible really does have all the answers for life's crazy roller coaster ride, and I'm excited that you have chose me to ride along with you. Today is Working Women's Wednesdays for Christians. We are going to explore different women throughout Church history and even today that have made a dynamic impact on our faith. I hope you enjoy this episode. Today's five star review comes from Fia Lee 27. Amy has such a loving heart, it comes across so wonderfully on the podcast. Her love for people and Jesus is evident. This is a great podcast, and I highly recommend listening. She immediately feels like a sister. I'll tell you, you guys feel like sisters to me. I love getting to know you guys. I hope you enjoy this next episode. We're going to be talking about the mother of all living. That is Eve. Today, we're going to talk about Eve, the mother of all living. And as the story goes, Adam was made by God using the dust of the earth. He breathed life into Adam. Adam had dominion over the earth, and he lived in paradise with perfect fellowship with God. Though everything was perfect, Adam had no one like him to walk in life with. So God put Adam in a deep sleep and took from his side a rib, and he formed this beautiful woman, Eve, his perfect counterpart. When Adam awoke, he would have saw her standing before him, his equal in intellect, his equal in spirituality, his equal in essence. She was human, just like him, made in God's image. She had everything he needed to be complete in one flesh with her. Even the plumbing fit perfectly together, if you know what I mean. He saw her and was awestruck by her beauty, her perfection. Sin had not entered in yet. They would have been made perfectly united together in God. He would have noticed that she was physically made unique from him, not as strong, had a smaller frame. Her role as a woman would clearly have been different as she would have been made to bear children. Yet they complemented one another perfectly as God designed. And then after what most scholars believe was only a few days of perfect bliss, the perfect marriage, Satan came to tear it apart. Oh, what God established, Satan, wanted to come in and take it all down. Adam would have warned Eve about the tree of good and evil, but it seems she was easily deceived. When the serpent came and got her to question, Did God really say? And he tempted her to be like God. She fell for his lies and took a bite of the forbidden fruit. And Adam, being so in love with Eve, and he saw that she didn't die immediately, that is. He too was convinced to eat the fruit that was forbidden. And as we see, sin instantly entered into the world, even causing them to produce the first religion. They sown fig leaves together to cover their shame. This is every religion on the planet, other than Christianity, man trying to work at covering his shame. But not so with Christ followers. For we know we can't cover our shame. We know only God can cover our shame. And he sent his only son to shed blood to cover the shame of us all. And as we see, the story goes that they were banished from the garden. Eve was given the curse of pain and childbirth, childbirth, which we all still endure today. Also, her and Adam, for the first time, are now at odds. What was a perfect marriage becomes strained by sin. Adam blamed Eve for the sin. He now wanted to rule and lord over her. He no longer fully understood her as a woman or as his equal. She desired to then rule over him. She doesn't fully understand his need to provide and to protect. He lacks emotional empathy towards her. She lacks understanding towards him. Though they still complement one another, it is now very strained, and they must work very hard to stay in harmony with one another. This curse is not much different today. Though Christ, our Redeemer, has come, and he has reconciled believers back to the Father, we all still wrestle with the curse of sin that still dwells in all of us, Romans chapter seven. And you don't have to convince a woman that she still has pain in childbirth, she certainly does. And we certainly don't have to convince a man that he will toil all the days of his life. We as women struggle to submit to our husbands, to fully understand their need to provide and protect and how we just interact so differently emotionally. Men have a hard time being tender with us and laying their lives down and loving us the way that Christ loves the church. That's why we have so many marriage books that line the shelves at the bookstores. We have conferences hosted all over the nation all about marriage. We do not lack in marriage counselors, and sadly, we don't lack in divorce attorneys either. Eve is truly the mother of all living, and though she fell into deception, she still was a brave young woman to continue on with no guidance how to be a mom or a wife in a fallen world. She didn't have a mother to teach her or a grandmother to mimic after, but she stayed strong, and she bore children, and she raised them up in the ways of the Lord. She helped her husband forge this new world. We don't hear a ton about her, but we know that she was made perfect in God's image. She was made perfect in companion to her husband, Adam. And she was made perfect in producing the human race. As women, we are equal in our humanity, our salvation, our intelligence, and our essence to men. However, from the beginning, we have been given these beautiful, unique god-given roles that are different than our husbands we've been given a unique role in the home as nurturers child bearers raising up the next generation homemakers loving our husbands tending to their needs cherishing them nurturing them and in the church life we are women we are the backbone of any healthy ministry serving laying down our time and our talent, helping with children. Any ministry will tell you that women really do so much behind the scenes to keep the ministry alive and going. And men, they are made to provide and lead and protect. Their their role is so beautiful. When men embrace their God-given roles to love their wives as Christ loves the church, even laying his life down for her, women are more easily ready to embrace their role to love, honor, and submit to their husbands. And being a good homemaker and a good mother and all the things that they're free to do because their husband is doing what they need to be doing, providing, protecting caring for. Today, Eve is in glory with Jesus, and though she disobeyed God greatly, God still showed her grace, and she is the mother of us all. We too have sinned greatly, yet God the Father has bestowed such grace upon us, and someday we too shall be completely set free from the sin that still dwells in our mortal tents. All of creation groans for the day of Christ's return. Our tents groan for the day of his return. Until the Lord returns and sets us free. We praise God that we have such a God who loves us with such grace and mercy. And though it didn't turn out exactly how we would have liked it, Eve never eating the apple, God has redeemed it. And and though marriage can still be a struggle and we're still, you know, at odds with one another in many ways, because of what Christ did, both are submitted to his lordship, walking in their God-given roles as equals. The marriage can truly be transformed. It's such a blessing from God. He he has blessed us with marriage. So I pray, Lord, help us as women to walk in our God-given roles with grace and beauty, being submitted to your word, Lord, and submitted to our husbands. Help us to love our husbands, to honor them, to respect them, to cherish them. Help us to be good homemakers making a home of peace for them to come home to, a home where they feel loved and honored. It talks about this in Titus. Older women training up the younger women how to be good homemakers and mothers and wives, help us to care for our children as we are raising up the next generation of God-fearing kids. Lord, help us to serve in the body of Christ, to use the talents and the gifts in which you've given us to bless other women, to bless the ministry, to bless the work of caring for orphans and widows and the poor and teaching each other's children and speaking, uh, teaching and speaking over one another with the word and singing hymns over each other. Lord, I pray that you bless each and every sister that hears this podcast. Lord, we are truly your daughters. You have chosen us and adopted us. And it stems from our beautiful, perfectly made woman, Eve, the mother of all, Olivia. God bless you, sisters. Have a great day. I pray you enjoyed the teaching today. If God has blessed you in any way, then head over to the review section and leave five stars. I may just share your review right here on this podcast. Also, share this episode with anyone you believe will be blessed by today's teachings. If you want to connect with me and be a part of an amazing sisterhood of believers, then head over to our Facebook group. The link and all other links that I mentioned in this show today are in the show notes below. Just click on them and they'll take you where you want to go. As a reminder, be the church today, wherever God has you, shining the light in the love of Jesus y'all mean the world to me until next time